What's going on, world? I'm your host, Jenny Chang, and you're diving into the Jenny Chang Experience, the show that seduces unapologetic perspectives, stories, and the magic energy to expand on your journey towards consciousness. What's going on, world? It is Jenny Chang, your host, and I have with me co-host Tony Chang, aka my brother, my confidant, and my motherfucking gatekeeper (laughs) hello what's going on how are you doing bro good good so we're back we're fucking back for another episode and it hasn't even been a fucking week yet Hmm. that's pretty goddamn cool and you know bro the last episode was one that you and i just couldn't stop listening to right Mm -hmm. We really just played that back almost like, what, two, three times after we made that? Mm-hmm. And we couldn't stop laughing and we couldn't just, I don't know, man. That was mm-hmm. such a magical moment to talk about haters. Hell yeah. To talk about <laughs> any kind of hater. Bottom feeders. Bottom feeders. <laughs> Catfish. <laughs> and um, I just love the chemistry the ability for us to connect and be able to be so relatable, not only to each other, but really kind of bring both sides to our audience. Right. Mm -hmm. And today I actually wanted to talk about what I feel is the most common, common request when it Mm. comes to my spiritual coaching right? Which is? Which is love. Love. Love, man. (laughs) Love, relationships, fuck Mm. ups, fuck boys, you Mm. know, fuck girls, right? (laughs) I can't tell you, bro, the amount of people after every spiritual coaching that I offer, it's like nonstop requests to talk about love. But I'm not surprised, are you? No, everybody wants love. Everybody wants love. But see, we live in a world where love is either negotiated, right? Mm. Or it's free, you know? Mm. And it's either conditional or it's unconditional, right? Mm. And nobody really knows the bounds Nobody knows the clear line here, bro, between how to be loved, what to be loved for, right? Because there's no secret sauce to this. No one's teaching this to us at school. Mm -mm. Even our parents fail at telling us how to be loved, right? Mm. There's not enough mentors out there that really guide us into the right way forward when it comes to relationships. Mm. So that's why I want to kind of revolve little to large on today's topic, all about dating and relationships and marriages that are successful and failing all at the same time. But before we begin, let me just express to the audience for a moment that you're going to want to hear it here, right? Mm -hmm. Because for one, I have started a fucking empire. <laughs> I have built a fucking empire within the last 11 years revolving the world around love. Mm. You don't believe me. You have mm. to do a little research, baby. <laughs> Jenny Chang is voted top best wedding and event planners in Los Angeles and Orange County, San Francisco. Top 50 in the country, bitch. Mm. Top best in Marina Del Rey and then some. Ooh, wait. But more than that, I mean, you know, I'm here. I'm not here to gloat, but I am, right? Mm-hmm. But the reality is, what's important for people to recognize is I have heard every kind of success story and almost failing stories when it comes to a couple's journey towards an interdependent life. Right, bro? And I even got to plan your yeah. wedding. Right? Yes. And Magical. 
And the thing is, it's not just the day that I'm focused on, it's who I'm representing. And I love learning about who two people used to be before they became one, mm. right? I went through situations in which couples were about to end their marriage or their wedding fucking shit, but they were about <laughs> to end their wedding three days before the fucking big day. And guess who came and saved the day? Jenna Chan. Hey, right? Yeah. And so not only do I love love, not only am I a personal hopeless romantic, but an intelligent romantic, but I also am a representation of this energy called love. And, you know, am I single? Hell yeah, I'm a fucking bachelorette. But I have learned from the many. I have had too much experience from the many of members in my life that have outlined this thing called love, this roadmap. Mm. All while learning from my own past experiences, working and loving and fucking overly giving to failures, right? Mm. But see, I collect wisdom after every relationship that has failed me and that I, I'm sure, have mutually failed, right? Everyone wants to keep an ugly sweater from an ex-boyfriend or a girlfriend, but I want to collect what I've learned, what I've taken from that relationship. So that's why you want to hear it here. But more than that, bro, you really bring in an important twist to all of this thing called love, especially in my life. Right. Hmm. And you bring this important twist because Mm -hmm. you have fallen in love at such a young age and you have built a foundation around marriage, longevity, children at such a young age. And Hmm. so you and I live quite different timelines when it comes to our love life. Am I right? Yes. True. So do you want to start a little bit about that journey for you? Like as a man, I want to know what the fuck, like, (laughs) what did you see in Cindy? But more than Cindy, like, what was it like before Cindy? What was your whole life before you met your one? She was a lonely road, lot of heartbreak I have ever known. Lot of heartbreak, man. Shit. Mm. well i don't know honestly for me i always knew i wanted a family mm. since i was young mm-hmm. i freaking had a crush when i was in what was that middle school mm-hmm. man you know mm. what i mean like i got teased for love mm-hmm. i got heartbroken for love but then at the same time i found out a lot about myself right. during this journey of love mm-hmm. so I don't know how to answer. It's just, you just got to put your heart out there and just, but you gave me good advice because there are times when I wanted to change who I am because I wasn't obviously getting the girlfriend. Mm, mm. So I thought I was the problem. Um, Uh, But then you helped me realize, Hey, you know, like don't change who you are. Right. You'll find who's going to accept you for you. Right. And you're actually very right. Cause my wife does accept me for me, even if she can't handle me sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of you guys don't know who my brother is, but I'll tell you, this man is quite the acquired taste. He's got a lot of gifts under his belt. One of those gifts is to be quite adventurous, Mm. quite quite impulsive, very Sagittarius trait. (laughs) But I agree with you, bro. I remember the days when you know you were yearning for love it felt like borderline desperation <laughs> damn i was espio love me love me <laughs> you know but you were in love before cindy i mean i don't know if you were in love but you definitely liked people right like i remember you just falling for people like over your head man like you know damn I remember taking me back to them days. <laughs> Yo, you remember that girl? One of them was in uh, high school and she was in my chef cooking class. Uh-huh. I won't say her name, but 
Her initials are EW, I remember. Anyways, <laughs> hey, we had good flow going, okay? Like, not gonna lie, we had good chemistry going, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But then apparently I didn't take your advice that one day. It was for the Thanksgiving dinner that we all cooked. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and the, of course you remember what i wore <laughs> i wore like i was going into a freaking job interview <laughs> he came in a suit he fucking came in a goddamn button-up suit up fucking gloss ass shoes damn i remember that shit oh my god but anyway long story short she saw me and yo the chemistry just faded away <laughs> oh gosh Oh. oh, that's too funny. It's like peacocks, man. It's like you came in peacocking her, like really trying to show up your colors. Oh, shit. And she walked away. But here's the thing that's so great. I remember you also dated this girl that was like, didn't she like to steal things? <laughs> well, damn, I'm sure she got a little thrill out of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> My brother had an interesting taste back in the day. And I think it was just, I remember what it was talking about was, it felt like you liked anyone that gave you a little attention. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you like me? Hey, I'm yours, baby. Yo, like I remember anyone could look in your direction and just give you a little look and you're just like, yo, you were about to give somebody your right fucking kidney. I'm yours. And there was a girl right before Cindy that you dated that was quite a klepto, right? She she liked to steal things. And um anyway, but what a learning experience and I remember the pivoting moment for you and I was when you as a man, you know, you were kind of getting like bullied a little bit by your own friend circle because everyone kept telling you to change. Everyone was like, dude, Tony, no one fucking likes it when you do that. Like you're coming off desperate, you know, Uh, (laughs) like they were saying quite like fucking rude things to you and they were in your friend circle, your tribe. And I remember witnessing that and pulling you to the side being like, no, you see, they are wrong. Mm. They're all failures. You gotta be exactly who you are. You gotta give all that you can give. If you feel for someone and you very much love somebody, you can't alter who you are. You can't reinvent who you think you need to be for that person to accept you, right? Mm-hmm. Because at some point, true colors comes through. No matter what year it is, what month it is, how long you have been together, at some point in your fucking life, true colors will show. Mm-hmm. So you might as well attract somebody that accepts you for who you are inside and out. I mean, fucking by the wrist right like you can't make this shit up right Mm -hmm. and you followed that advice and i'm so grateful that you did because by you being exactly all that you could be you attracted a woman that was willing to spend the rest of her life accepting right Mm -hmm. and allowing you to be the main character of your life bro Mm -hmm. and you allow cindy which is my brother's wife to be the main character of her life. And that is the perfect example of Mm -hmm. two independent people that have become an interdependent unit, right? And I think Mm -hmm. we take that for granted, bro. We take the art of comfort for granted, right? And I coach a lot of people here on the, my spiritual advisory. I, I coach a lot of people and I hear a lot of kind of stories, but what I find to be the common ground is that there are more people in love that feel like strangers within mm-hmm. that relationship. You know, mm-hmm. there are these women and men that feel like they are strangers in their own home, mm. right? 
So what's your biggest challenge in your relationship with Cindy, would you say? Like after having a kid, after, you know, buying a house, what would you say is like the biggest challenge that you guys go through today? I got to last longer in bed. You know what I mean? You got to last longer in bed? <laughs> Apparently three minutes is not enough for her. So Yo! I, need learn, I need to learn how to control that. Bro. The pleasure center of my cortex. Oh my. Yo, yo. I didn't even know that was an issue. Whoa. I ain't preemie. <laughs> <laughs> no, three minutes is not. No, hell no. You got to do it. long, a, right? That's not long. It's long enough for me, man. Shoot. You got to get to at least 15 to 20 minutes at the minimum. What the that's, fuck? That's crazy. All right. So if, <laughs> whatever. So that's your biggest challenge. If that's your biggest challenge, I would say congratulations. Hell yeah. You're going to be all right. Definitely. But. There are more people that are experiencing something in which really freaks the shit out of me, bro. What is that? And that is being a stranger mm. in their own home. Tell me more. Tell us more. What do you well, mean? you know, a lot of my clients are either in flighty relationships where they're always third priority or fourth priority. God, they're not even at the second round, you know, to someone else's mm. life. And either they've been in a long-term relationship. A lot of them are married, right? Like I attract very like sophisticated women and men that have made their commitments, that have been unconditionally giving, right? Mm -hmm. But I find the commonality between these women and men to be that they have overexhausted themselves for someone that they don't even know right? And I sit there and I say, and I'm obviously listening, right? And I kind of pull out some tarot cards and I kind of get a little bit into the vision of everything that they've been through. But what I recognize is they also contributed to that hollow relationship. Mm. These women and men have just as much set themselves up for failure. And how do I know that? Well, you can't sit there and say that you are all loving, all giving, right? Mm -hmm. And all being for someone, right? Mm -hmm. And expect them to just put you at the top. Mm. You know? Yeah. Listen, the only person that should be all giving, all knowing, all being is your own fucking mother. You know, mm -hmm. and I don't know about you, bro, but I don't want to date my own fucking mom. I don't want to date somebody that possesses that ability to fucking make me feel like I'm dating a mother or a father. Mm -hmm. I want to date my equal. Mm. I want to date somebody that makes me feel essentially like I'm their partner, not their wife. And surely not their second to fourth priority. Mm -hmm. So I want a partner, right? And I want all my tribe members to want a partner. But what does it mean to have a partner, right? It means that we have to set the guidelines on how to be loved. Mm. We have to write out this roadmap for the person that's loving us, right? Yeah. And we gotta just as much be comfortable telling them what we want, and we gotta be as comfortable in telling them what we don't want. Mm -hmm. You see? Communication. After <laughs> all, and a lot of people tell their significant other what they don't want uh, just a little bit too late. Mm. See, after it's all said and done, after the marriage has already expired, after the relationship has hit its stagnant state, right? That's when people want to raise their voice. After years of neglect, years of being second to third priority, 
years of being emotionally, mentally, physically abused. That is when they want to raise the like rise, right? Mm. Who taught you that? You know? Yeah. Why can't we just get intelligent in the way that we love? Why can't we set the guideline on what it is we accept and do not accept from the very beginning of time? Mm. Why can't we allow, before we let somebody into our energy field, right? Mm -hmm. Before I allow someone to come and love this abundant world within me, mm. why don't I take a moment and carve out the areas of this field where I tell someone, do not go in these terrains. Mm. Like I could look at my dude and be like, my dude, do not go in these areas of this map. They are full of bombs. They are full of landmines. They are full of lasers, invisible lasers that will cut your fucking legs in two. Mm. So what am I referring to here, right? I'm referring to setting boundaries for the people that don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, right? Mm. Instead of giving someone a field of flowers to fucking do cartwheels in and fucking set off fireworks, why don't you tell people how to love you by setting some standards and boundaries? Show them what areas of that map to avoid. Mm. Am I right, bro? Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's like for some reason, and the thing is, it takes two. I think everyone has to recognize that you're not coming to me because you want me to always be on your side. If that's mm. the case, we're going to go back to the reality that you're here for conditional loving in which I am not here to give. Mm. I'm here to give you the expansive mentality the way to expand your mind being by being able to hear what you don't want as much as what you do. Everything that you accept within me will have to be in the form of unconditional acceptance because that's the only way that we can grow together. That's the only way we can evolve together. But we got to understand the same thing when it comes to this love, right? You are just as much setting someone up for failure if you're not setting the tone on how you're meant to be loved. True. It's my favorite quote out there, bro. What? They say, it's, you accept the love you think you deserve. Mm. Right? You accept the love you think you deserve. So people are accepting the love that even if it's abuse, if it's emotional, mental abuse, they're accepting it because somewhere deep within their subconscious, somewhere deep within the traumas of their lives, they have believed that in some way they deserve that pain. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And see, you're just as much of a contributor if you're accepting that. Right? Yes. And that's what I can't afford. I can't afford more people to keep accepting the fucking whack ass job, the nine to five where your boss is micromanaging you, mm. right? The people gossiping behind your back, mm. all the fucking lovers in the past, present, and future that you continue to allow to cross your boundaries, to cross your standards of love. I just want this world to be a little bit less giving sometimes, right? Because to give somebody else your real self means that they know the lane that they need to stay within to love you. And you as your way have your lane in which you know what to accept, right? And you know how to love somebody else. But unconditional loving means that you choose to love that person no matter who they are or what they do for you. You know? Yeah. I really respect this man. His name is Simon Sintek, but or Sinek or whatever. And 
he actually recently came out with this video. It's like a commercial on TikTok that said, you know, women fall in love with men because of the small things that men have done for her in the beginning. Mm. But he says, women fall in love with men or they have chosen to love you because of the little notes that they put in your back pocket or because of the little acts of service, the little text messages that were always sent, right? Mm -hmm. That's what he said. Here's the thing. This man is extremely intelligent and I fucking love this guy, right? Mm. But I don't agree with him. Thank you. I was going to say that too. Hmm. You knew where I was going with this, right? Tell him. Tell him. It was like, you know what? I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because it was a 30 second video and who knows what more he said after or before it, right? Mm -hmm. But the main point of this commercial was she loves you because you texted her a lot. She loves you because you always showed up on time, right? Mm. No, baby, that's not love. Mm. The fuck? So what does that mean, bro? I fall in love with all my interns? <laughs> do I fall in love with all my executives that do little to large things for me, acts of service every fucking day? Hmm. Do I fall in love with, you know, Jackie because she texts me back anytime I ask her to? Hmm. No. Uh -uh. I might as well fall in love with my interns if that's the case. Yeah. But that's not the truth. Right? You love someone based on conditional actions. Mm. And as a realistic bitch, I'll be the first to fucking outline the reality that that is not reality. Oh, there goes gravity. <laughs> Spaghetti-o. Right? And also, you're a queen, okay? You ain't no bitch, Jenny. You a queen. <laughs> Thank Correction. you, Correction. Hey! Mm. But you know, I just need to say it out loud. Don't fall for some bullshit like that. As in, if he does this, you should love him. Mm. If she does this, you can love her more. Mm. And that's why all these women sad as fuck because you got all these grown ass women and all these new Gen Z children, right? Mm. That are learning to think that overly giving will be the action in which they will receive an abundance of love back. If I do X, Y, Z for you, it means I receive X, Y, Z from you. That's what they think, bro. That's how normal common people think. Because, because they haven't been touched by the universe yet. <laughs> right? Yeah. See, for me, let me outline how I love somebody. When I love someone, I love them for who they are. I pay attention to how they talk to their mother. Mm. I pay attention to, you know, the way that they have organized their homes, their sanctuary. Right? I love them for the way that they hold themselves accountable as a man. You know, I love them for going above and beyond on yeah. things, right? I love them for going above and beyond for things that they don't even like need recognition for, you know? I love mm -hmm. a man mm -hmm. for being responsible of being his own self and I love a man because he's capable of being responsible for his own happiness, his own passions. See, the way you love someone in my books, by the way, because you're here for the Jenny Chang experience, is more so in this direction. You have to know that even if the relationship doesn't work out, would you still choose to love this person for who they are? If you were to be a fly on their wall, would you want to watch them like a movie forever? Because if you do, if you feel that, if you can see that in that person and be that fly in the wall and just observe the way that this person sleeps, eats, organizes their home, 
does their laundry, hold themselves accountable for what they are responsible of, right? Mm -hmm. That is how I love somebody. I don't love them for the little actions they do for me. That should be a given. That should not be a priority. It should just be a fucking standard. It's not, don't put that on a pedestal. You know, bro? Yeah. What do you think about that? Ooh, wee. Yeah. So I actually did that in the past when my relationship or marriage with Cindy wasn't even that great. Mm. I did the things that I used to do for her. Give her notes. You know, say, oh, you're beautiful. But that's not really what Cindy wanted or needed mm. from me. Because... Of course, like we're married, but we also have a kid. Right. And then, like my mindset as a husband, as a father, was really not there yet. Mm. So it's, it's almost as if I was still living like I was just married without a kid. I see. Just letting her do everything mm. and letting her just give, give, give to the point where she's just done. You know, she's like growing resentful. She's right. she's going based off an empty love tank. Mm. But for me, I was just thinking, oh, you know, I'll just like send her some notes and all these things because she used to like them or she still likes them, right? I see. But that was really easy for me, but it wasn't really for her. Yeah. So I had to step up my game. Like, yeah. I'm still me, but I'm changing for myself. Right. Not just because she wants me to. I have to commit to my growth and my, you know, myself. Like, yeah, because we're always constantly growing as we live life. Exactly. Yeah. And no, I love that. I love that you are so clear at being able to differentiate the two, right? Like those little things is not realistic. I remember I had a bride where she was like, he stopped writing little notes to me. She was all anxious and shit. I was like, dude, you need to chill the fuck out. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's literally about to marry you and spend the rest of his life with you. Why aren't you seeing the bigger picture? Mm. And listen, if that's what you want, then you got to get yourself a little helper, like a little elf, like a little intern or something. <laughs> you need to get someone to constantly remind you that you are great and that you are beautiful and that you are loved. That's affirmations. You could download an app for that shit, mm. but don't expect that out of a man or a woman. Like don't expect that out of your significant other, right? When it's received, applaud them for it. Mm. When it's received, it's a bonus feature. It's an additional, you see, it's like an extra curriculum, right? But don't fucking sit there and expect yeah. like the moment the little things are fading away, it just seems that people start to panic, you know, and they find themselves over trying to yeah. prove themselves when they start to lose the little attention, they start to try and overcompensate by overly giving. But at that point, you're his mother. Yeah. You're her father. Like, nobody wants to fuck that. No. Listen, and if I was a guy and I was dating a girl that was always available for me, always wanted to fucking see me, always wanted to fucking be there to give me advice, like, I mean, like, dead on desperate. Like, you could tell she's waiting on the other side of that phone for you to text her, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I've had friends that's done that to me, oh. right? But if I was a guy and I had a girl be that attached, you know, and I can almost feel her thinking of me like that, I would be like, yo, like, I don't even want to fuck that anymore. <laughs> yeah, really. You know, yeah, yeah. it's like, no, hell no. Like, I'll do the bare minimum of fucking you. And that is it. Where's the passion? Where's the mystery? Where's your own life that you're accountable for? You see mm. too many women forget to have their own fucking routine, their own lifestyle. They forget to have their own 
things that they are so in conviction of. Mm. So they have all this time, you see? They got too much time to think about somebody else, to fucking wonder how he's doing at work, whether he needs lunch. Ew. Man, go feed yourself. Mm. Right? Mm. With your all neglected ass belly. Go fucking feed <laughs> yourself. And here's where, you know, I think I have to tell you something, bro. And mm. If at this point my audience is still here, which they are, they, they, are. Are, mm. they will get quite the fucking treat. Mm. I have discovered within 14 years of my life, 14 years, okay? And I'm only 30. Mm. So the last 14 years, I've discovered three elements that every successful relationship needs to succeed. Mm. Do you know what they are, bro? Did I ever tell you that? No, please Ooh. share. Okay. The three things, and I knew that there were three. I didn't. I never felt that there was five. I never felt that there was only two. I knew that there were three. But it took me 14 years to discover what all three elements are. The first element in which will hold the foundation of a relationship is friendship. Mm. Now let's think about that for a moment. Let's think back to, or let's think of every great friend that we all have, right? Mm -hmm. And if you don't got friends, well, you can refer to me, baby. Okay. Mm. But let's think about what every substantial foundational friendship has it has comfort mm. it has your ability to say what you want be what you want right mm -hmm. express who you are evolve with that friendship am i right mm -hmm. and it goes back to having each other's backs right yeah. being fully downloaded with who you are, who they are as a friend, and you accept that. Mm. It's letting your guards down. It's telling them your secrets. It's choosing them, right? Yeah. It's showing up for them. That's a friend. You see? Of course. It's someone that advises you. Yet, so many relationships, bro, it's sad because a lot of these people don't end up finding relationships where they get advice from their partners. They just get a good fuck, maybe a cute little slap on the head with a little, I love you. But they don't even have partners that are giving them good advice. You know? Listening to, right? Or not, they don't even listen. Or, don't even listen. Mm. And for me, I have a big problem with that because see, these three things that you're about to fucking know today are the only three things that I found within my journey of my own fucking path to finding love. Mm. I found these three things on my own. You can't Google this. Mm. But friendship is one of the biggest foundations to a solid long-term relationship. Yes. Now, think of that. Think of that friend that has always got you, that has never judged you, that has always had your back. Now that is something that we need to look for in our counterpart. Yeah. The second thing, my most, eh, I wouldn't say my favorite, but uh, do I like to talk about it? Mm. The second thing is respect. Mm. <laughs> now, <laughs> Listen, bro, we talk about love, right? Yes. But love is a feeling, right? Mm. And like all feelings, love goes up, then it goes down. <laughs> it goes up, then it goes down. Like you see, bro, there are moments even in our life, there were chapters where I loved you mm. and there were chapters where I didn't love you. Mm. 
And that was based on our feelings. Mm-hmm. And it was the same for you and me. And I could tell you right now that there are times where you love Cindy and there are days that you do not love Cindy. Like I loved you yesterday, bitch, but not today. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But see, that's the reality. Love is a feeling. Don't get it fucking twisted. Mm. But what is the foundation? And all these people are like, what's the foundation? It's the rock, bitch. (laughs) It's the one thing that you cannot move. It is the mountain, right? Not Mm. the rocks. Mm -hmm. You see? And respect, my people, is part of that mountain. You cannot move it. Respect is the one fucking element in this relationship, right? That you cannot negotiate, right? See, for me, when it comes to my counterpart, what I look for in a soulmate is not someone to just love because I'm realistic. And I'll understand that some days I'll love this man. Some days I will not love this man. And that's okay. But no matter what day it is, I got to make sure that I always fucking respect that man. Do you understand me, bro? Mm. At the end of every goddamn day, if I don't respect you, baby, then it's only then that this relationship has truly ended. Mm. Right? Mm. I don't have to love you every day but I have to respect you every day. And how do you respect somebody? Mm. Choose someone that is accountable for their own life, for their own responsibilities, for their own happiness, for their own passions. Is the love of my life always gonna be successful? I'm sure not always. Mm. I'm sure there are gonna be times where they might lose a job or he might end up, you know, changing directions. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But I have to respect the reality that he's going to be accountable for those changes. Mm-hmm. I have to respect him enough to believe in this man. Mm. But people that are just in love with people, bro, they allow fear, they allow insecurities. You know, mm-hmm. other people's opinions. Ex- uh-huh. Exactly. Mm. Right. Yes. And that's the problem that I have is people think it's all about love. Baby, I'm the master of love. I create love. I celebrate mm. love. I mm. built businesses around love. You can't fucking tell me otherwise. Mm. If I don't respect this man, it will feel no short of me living with a roommate. I have dated men in the past, drop dead gorgeous, bro. Mm. You know, I got a good portfolio of men. Better than mine, indeed. Hey, I'll be honest. The you por- do. You hey, do. I really do. And they weren't all just good looking, but they were great men. Yeah. They were very good, good people. Mm. They were raised right, you know? Yeah. They got issues of their own, right? That's okay. Mm -hmm. But they were all great men. And for that, I am grateful. But I will tell you that when I have lost respect for these men, it felt no short of me fucking a roommate or like a friend, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And I know that feeling because my whole like body clenches up. And I remember telling this one guy, like, literally, I was in a long-term relationship with him, but I'll be like, hurry up. <laughs> I'd be like, can you fucking hurry up, please? Jesus Christ. And I'm just lying there like a whale, like fucking being banged, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. And it just, and even if I didn't say that out loud, they could feel it. Because I'm not doing all my yoga poses on their ass. I'm not getting all down and dirty about it. I'm just mm-hmm. doing my bare minimum. And my last relationship, actually, I started to feel that towards the end. Mm. Like, and he knows, I think, intuitively, because I used to want to fuck him like a rabbit, bro. I mean, I was like, yo, I would want to go at that, like, 
draw like a rabbit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't want to stop. <laughs> when I respected him, I never wanted to stop making love to him. Hmm. But after countless of events that he repetitively, repetitively kept crossing those areas in my mm -hmm. life that I told him to avoid, mm -hmm. those terrains, right? Yeah. He kept stepping over my boundaries. He kept stepping over my values. And at that point, I felt like I was essentially talking to a child, mm. like almost telling a child, stop, don't do this. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Right. Yeah. And when it came to intimacy, I didn't want to have sex with him anymore. Like I did. And when I did, it was still damn good. He wouldn't have mm. fucking known otherwise. But if I, and we were in a long distance mm -hmm. relationship for a little bit. So if we had a week to be together, I only fucked him once, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And talk about a long distance relationship. If you're going to see somebody for a week's time, you're going to want to get all that fucking whopping in, right? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to want to whop that shit, you know? Of course. But I remember sitting there being like, I don't want to fuck him. <laughs> mm. And it felt no short of me feeling. I just recognized what it was. And it was the reality that sure, I loved him. And I still love him because he's a good man. He mm. means well. Mm. But I, I don't respect him. Mm -hmm. And respect is what is earned and what can never be taken away. So let that be number two, when it comes to the foundation of the most successful relationship to invest in and to be invested for, right? Respect. The last element to this thing called love, bro, for mm. me, by the way, it's just a Jenny Chang way, but it is the only way. <laughs> is hey. are you ready for this it's, <laughs> it's freedom oh yes now let me get into freedom a little bit bro please i don't mean freedom like let me do what i want bitch <laughs> i don't mean give me the time and space bitch i want freedom i want to fucking be free yeah. I don't mean that. Freedom mm. is the art of allowing your counterpart to be wherever in this world, right? Mm. With whomever in this world mm -hmm. and giving the freedom of choice to choose you no matter what. Mm. Freedom to me is the choice in which you love me and I choose to love you. We know by now, bro, we live in this modern world that no license, no child will ever bind two people. <laughs> no way. Hell no. It's not. It's not possible. Mm. Right? We've abused that system a long fucking time ago mm. but the truth is and what a lot of people don't know because they're all still unwoke and quite neanderthals of their own right <laughs> yeah is love is a choice mm. it's the freedom that i have as an independent to choose and love you I choose to love you. Yeah. Every morning I wake up and you give me a reason to have chosen you again. Every night you have tucked me in bed to give me the reality in which I can't wait to choose you again the next day. Mm -hmm. There's some comfort around knowing that there is a lot of this thing called control that we all have at our fingertips but not just control but the power right the power within mm -hmm. the power to love somebody by choice 
is our free will. Yep. But people underestimate that. They try to put people in these cages being like, love me, love me. Oh, I know. You can only love me if you live near me. You can only love me if I can see you 24-7. You can only love me if mm. you're not out there with your friends having a good time. Mm. You can only love me if you choose me over your mother. Mm-hmm. People are always trying to trap love, you see? And that's the reason why it ends. It always ends. Believe me. If you're living that, if you've been living that truth, it will end. Mm. All these people listening right now have either done that to somebody or still doing that to somebody. Mm. But bro, here's the greatest part. Mm. I'm here to tell you that if you continue going at that rate, you will end this relationship. I don't care how much you love this man or woman. It will end. Mm. There will be a deadline. Deadline. And when it ends, you'll call me or you'll come in and want to listen to all the other things that I've got to say. But the truth is, brother, they're putting cages and conditions Mm. to love. Right? Yep. And when it doesn't work out, they want to blame the other person. Yeah. You know? Yep. But the truth, my people, my tribe, is you aren't giving enough benefit of the doubt. You're not giving someone the free will to choose you. In fact, I like to wear this hat where I'm like, you know, because I have so much masculine energy that I very much love about myself. Mm. But because it allows me to never choose a side. Like I'm a woman and I'm a feminine woman, but I have a lot of masculine energy. So I can always see things from both sides of the spectrum, right? True. And I, I will say this again, if I were to be a man and I loved you and you as in my listener, if I was a man and I loved you and you didn't give me freedom of choice to love you every day, Of course I would cheat on you. Of Mm. course I would test your love. Of course I would put you at third priority. Mm. Cause you're not giving me a reason to choose you. You're asking me to choose you. You're begging me to choose you. You're Mm. yearning for me to choose you. Mm. You're not giving me a reason to choose you based on how happy you are living your own life. Mm. You're not giving me a reason to idolize your life as an its own movie. You see, mm. you, you're trying to be the sub character of my fucking movie. Mm. You love me so much that you want to be in my film. You want to be the sub character of my film. You want to try to be the main character of my movie. Mm. You're not giving me a fucking free will to choose you. You're forcing it. Mm. So let's do a quick recap. What are those three things that solidify a foundational long-term relationship? Mm. Do you remember, bro? Friendship. Oof. Respect. (laughs) And you kill it with the third one. Mm. Freedom. Freedom. Free will. Give me the reason to choose you. Give me the reason to be received of love by you. By you living your best life possible and allow someone to idolize your life because you're so fucking happy within it. Mm. And then give me the free will to choose you. To love you. Because the moment you stop choosing me is the moment that this becomes a dying relationship. Mm. The moment you stop choosing me is the moment that I got to start mourning our death. Mm. That's the reality is freedom, respect, friendship. 
these three things, if you can activate that, if we can activate that, not only with the people that we romantically involve ourselves with, but our friends, our family, mm-hmm. our acquaintances, our employees, then maybe we will have a lot better success. Not luck, because love is not luck, right? No. We'll create a greater success for the relationships. Exactly. We will create a greater level of success in the relationships that surround us if we activate those three things in which to give and to receive. Mm. Do you feel me, bro? Yo. Everything you said is spot on. I can apply that. I've been applying that Oof. to my marriage. Oof. And already, I've already known this, my wife, for over 10 years, a freaking Oof. decade. Oof. You know what I mean? So, Oof. look, speaking from experience, hell yeah. You know Oof. what I mean? Oof. I felt my relationship when I had no freedom. I felt my relationship when I had no respect. I had my relationship when I wasn't even friends with her. You know what I mean? Right. But yo, you turned my life around for real, like, like for real, oh, bro. And it all starts with myself. Mm. It was not even her, right? Not even Cindy. It's me. Mm. I needed to have my fucking life, mm-hmm. my own happiness, my own movie. Exactly. You know, and exactly. hey, she was trying to be encroaching in my movie sometimes too. But you know what? I had no respect for myself, so mm. I understand. But now hell yeah jenny we are definitely best friends of course we're best friends Mm -hmm. i respect her as she respects me right and freedom oh this is the creme de la creme of love the creme de la creme baby we need that we need that oh like i cringe at the shit you know because with my ex trust me there was no freedom Mm. all insecurity all fear all from a mindset of I'm going to lose her. And guess what? I did. I did mm-hmm. lose her. You know? Right, and right. I lost myself in that process. Like, that was the hardest part. Yeah. You know? So I agree with you so much. Seriously. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, let it be known now mm-hmm. that people put on a pedestal this thing called trust, this thing called integrity this thing called texting back Mm. this thing called having a big enough dick (laughs) they put all these things on a pedestal right Mm. but see that's not what you need to look up to Mm. you know that should be a downright given you should love the dick that you're about to fuck right you should love the walk (laughs) your dick into you see but you also should trust integrity is not something you look up to it should be part of it no matter what mm-hmm. so why are we putting that like it's a trophy to find someone to trust because i never doubt that when my friends i never go oh she's my best friend because i can trust her <laughs> you know yeah. no bitch that's what i do to employees <laughs> It's my employees. When I could trust you, I'll give you more money. But that's as far as it fucking gets. Mm. That's material exchange. But that's what I have with my employees, not with my friends, not with my fucking love. Because mm. I don't put that on a pedestal. As an entrepreneur, the hardest thing to find are people in the employees to trust, right? So when you find someone to trust, you reward that mm. trust. But I don't put trust in a pedestal when it comes to my personal relationships with friends, with a lover, with my soon-to-be soulmate husband, with my family. I don't love my brother because I trust him. I love my brother for who the fuck he is, day and night, with or without me present to witness this incredible man, this incredible soul of a being. That's why I choose to love you, bro. Mm, Thank you. But yet, people idolize trust, integrity, texting back, being responsive. They put that on a pedestal. And now 
you know, we got to give people the right to start from ground up, right? Mm -hmm. They can't unknow now what they know, right, bro? Mm -hmm. So now they got a higher perspective today. They got a higher fucking perspective on what it means to have higher standards today. Right? Mm -hmm. Effective today. You cannot mm -hmm. unknow what you know now. And these are your new standards. Your new standards in love has nothing to do with whether he texted back on time or whether you believe you could trust him or not. Your new standards of love are these three things. And I vow, I vow that you shall succeed. I vow that you shall fucking attract the mate in which you entirely deserve. Entirely. And that's really where I want to close this out, bro. Nice. Beautiful. I want to close this out with the way that we've closed out our last episode. A little bit of gratitude. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, we won't count down from 10 or whatnot. But what I will say <laughs> is I'm just, I want to say thank you to my past lovers, right? Mm. And I want you to maybe say your gratitude towards your past lovers or Cindy for whatever it is that the pain or the challenges of that have led us to this episode. Mm. Let's just express a few things that really are on our minds when it comes to the way that we can convert past pain or trauma into the universal language of gratitude. You want to start? Sure. I am grateful for the first people that really showed me love, which is, you know, mom and dad. Thank you. Y'all ain't perfect still. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I choose to love you, mom. I choose to love you, dad. And I'm grateful to all the women in my life that I was able to be me with. And mm -hmm. hey, I'm grateful y'all didn't accept me because you ain't for me. Mm. You know what I mean? But hey, it led me to the one for me. So thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you. And I thank even myself for being strong and just, you know, keep opening my heart, even if it didn't like turn out the way I wanted to. And I want to thank all the men that I have once loved and i want to thank them all with this one common foundation of gratitude which comes down to you not knowing what you wanted mm. i am so grateful that every man in their life before they got to that point of having to make that real decision and being able to commit to me right mm. i'm so grateful that they didn't and i'm so grateful that they chose to be unknowing and indecisive of what they thought they weren't ready for, right? Mm -hmm. Because their lack of knowing and their ability to choose their own journey versus trying to choose a journey in which they thought I had expected them to, mm. right? Led me to the freedom to be able to learn to teach, to expand on my consciousness. See, all my lovers in the past have all been my greatest spiritual teachers. Mm. Just because I loved you and I fucked you didn't mean that you were meant to be the one in which I birthed the rest of my life with. Mm. And then I expand my family with, right? Yeah. If you were in my life, it's because I loved you so deeply that I had to connect with my higher self, mm. that that love was so potently strong that allowed me to be able to go deep within when I had lost you or you had lost me. Mm. Mm -hmm. It allowed me to go so deep within myself to recognize that I need to have a strong enough reason to change, to transform, to ascend. And to evolve into the right person for the real 
star mm. for the real man that's mm. coming my way. You see? Mm. Y'all help me become who I am so that I could be the best version of me for the man that deserves all of me. But without all of the mm -hmm. lovers in my past, the ones with addiction issues, the mm -hmm. ones that didn't know their own direction in life, the ones that have so many goddamn insecurities that it literally overwhelmed our love. Mm -hmm. I thank all of you guys for choosing you over me mm -hmm. because I needed to get to know who I have been destined to become for the man that really, really, really deserves what it is that we're about to embark on together. Mm. And I'm just so grateful, man, because all of my ex-lovers have been my greatest spiritual teachers of all. No spiritual coach, no fucking therapist out there, and no friend could ever teach me the kind of shit that my past lovers have taught me. Mm. Because with that depth of like love, I was able to search deep within myself to understand who I need to become, what I need to become to be a better version of me always. Mm -hmm. And I will always evolve. And most times I will always outgrow somebody in this life. Mm -hmm. But I'm just so grateful that they all led me to that foundation of me loving me. Mm -hmm. And I love all you guys. Brother, I love you. Love you too. Best fucking co-host in the goddamn world. Hey. <laughs> Till next time, Jenny Chang. Gangsters! <laughs>